Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Lieutenant General Paul Winnick was the fifth under General Vance, and he's now leaving because Vice Admiral Mark Norman was well, lost his position when he was being investigated by the RCMP for, for the criminal card charge that was laid, and then, of course, it all fell apart in court, never should have gone to court. And then the story is that General Vance offered the position back to Admiral Norman after giving it to Lieutenant General Paul Winnick, and when the Admiral said, no, thank you, I now have a deal with the federal government, which we don't know any details about, wanted to give it back to uh, Lieutenant General Paul Winnick, and the General said no, and I don't blame him. There's uh, personal honor and a lot of factors involved. Joining me on this program to shed his some light and, and, and provide his perspective is uh, Colonel Michel Drapeau. From, uh, he's in Ottawa. Um, he is a lawyer who looks after a lot of military cases. We've spoken to him many times over the years. Colonel Drapo, what do you make of what's going on at the top of the uh, CAF command? Well, it's troublesome, to say the least. Uh, and I spent enough time in the military, 34 years, and since that time I, I teach, I write about military, and of course I practice on a regular basis. And the picture that emerges is one of chaos, instability, the highest rank in the Canadian forces. And we have to keep in mind that the only individual by law who appoints a VCDS, a Vice Chief of the Defence Staff, is the Chief of the Defence Staff. It's not the Minister, it's not anybody else. So um, the General Vance, the Chief of the Defence Staff, he's the guy, in fact, who appointed five different persons to hold the post of VCDS, a second-in-command, in fact, it's it's seen as the chief of staff of National Defense Headquarters. So a critical position which looks at procurement on the long-range basis, look at security, look at intelligence, and, of course, sits in as a replacement for the chief when he himself is often he travels abroad. So chaos and instability, that doesn't help. That doesn't do anything for the rank and file. For instance, the commander of the Army had only been appointed less than a year and now he's appointed as a VCDS, the chief of military personnel, the one, in fact, who looks after all the career of all the militaries, he's only been in the position for three months. Now he's being moved to become chief of the army. So it's not instability only in the vice chief of the defense staff position, it's other major and senior rank position that just keeps moving about. The report that I get from many, many sources is General Vance is a, a kind of, of a domineering, an imperial type of personality. He does what he wants, and whether or not you like it, uh, you know, that's the way it is. So consultations at Armony and Esprit de Corps doesn't seem to be uppermost in his mind. And, of course, some of those senior officers, all of them are 
A personalities and guys who are driven by, you know, by, by the missions and by, you know, the kind of dedication that Paul Winnick was a, a demonstrative of, they, they, they don't play games. And, uh, you know, if, you, if, if they're not happy in the job and they don't feel that their services are warranted, like Paul Winnick was, then he's going to say, listen, I've got 35 years. I got something else that I can do with my, with my, with my career. And he's left. So I think the issue now is whether or not General Vance should not be the one resigning and appointing somebody else at these critical junctures in the armed forces. I who? think the time has come for him to go. Yeah, who would want the job now? Well, that's the point. Uh, that's a big point. And, of course, it's going to create more instability because now we only have a, a, a new VCD. It's only been there for a couple of years. But I think for the sake of the forces, we need a new person at, at the top. Somebody who's going to bring in stability. Somebody who's going to bring in harmony. Somebody who's going to bring in the type of esprit de corps that is desperately needed. It's not. And I think we should take counsel from the fact that five senior officers occupying the position of vice chief of defense staff have decided to walk over the past six years. It tells us something. So why would we want to continue to advance in that position? Because, I mean... We only appointed a couple of days ago Lantier as the new vice chief of the defense staff. We certainly don't want him to walk in a couple of months or, 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 or so. It's almost predictable, isn't it? If you look at what's happened over the last several years, you can almost see that happening as well. Yeah, and if we go back, I mean, under the Vance leadership, he has had a series of, of failures, and I cannot name them anything else. The Auditor Generals produced a damning report about the administration and structure of the Royal Military College. The Auditor General had also did a damning report on the military justice system. Then we had two Statistic Canada, um, uh, um, what you call it, polls of over a thousand people that indicated, in fact, that Operation Honor was also a big mistake yeah, and Colonel, was also a big failure. Colonel Drapeau, it wasn't very helpful, was it, though, that... Uh Vice Admiral Mark Norman was criminally charged, incorrectly criminally charged, and uh, and now his career is over, and that was political interference. And and it was, and of course, the manner in which he was treated originally, you know, he wasn't even allowed to to say a word in order to in in his own defense and so on, and the manner in which he was, you know, rapidly suspended, and then everything else that followed. And, and to add to these kind of failures, the Norman affair and now the Winnick affair, I mean, how much, I mean, I mean, we, we basically would be better off without having a, a CDS at the moment and, and letting somebody yeah. doing it on an acting basis. And if this so were, something needs to be done. If this were a private company, who'd go to work for them? Well, <laughs> be very hard Nobody. to get somebody to do that. Nobody. But I mean, in all of that, and none of what we discuss, raising the issue of where was the minister in all of that? The same fellow in that position has allowed the chief of the defense staff, in fact, to do without a vice chief on seven, on five separate occasions to have all of the reports that I've mentioned right. without a beep, a beep from the minister. Colonel, thank you so much for the time. Good talking to you again. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Colonel Michel Drapeau. And I think he's talking about Harjit Sajjan, the, uh, the minister of national defense. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess, and it's sad when that happens to our distinguished Canadian Armed Forces.
If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 